My name is Father Mike Delaney and I'm the parish priest of the Kingston Channel Catholic Parish in the Archdiocese of Hobart. And this is my homily for the Feast of the Ascension. As we come to the end of this Easter season, we're commencing this weekend a four-week message series that will take in the Feasts of the Ascension, Pentecost, Trinity and Corpus Christi. The series is titled All Pointing to Christ and we'll look at the way we are called to be missionary disciples leading people to the risen Lord. Several years ago I read a book by Horst Schulze titled Excellence Wins. It's a book about the principles he and the companies he founded or managed live by. One of his key principles was that everyone who worked for him in the hotel were ladies and gentlemen serving ladies and gentlemen. That phrase has stuck with me, and I'd like to paraphrase his, paraphrase his principle just a little. If we want to be disciples of Christ, we must be missionary disciples making missionary disciples. These four weeks we're going to run during our series overlaps with the Archbishop's Evangelium project. This week we'll have the second of the five weekly sessions exploring the topic of discovering what God has done in your heart. In our message series will also parallel the first four weeks of our Alpha program, which commences this coming Thursday. I mention all this as an introduction because our journey with Jesus through this post-resurrection period have all been preparing us for the next big adventure. With the disciples, we've been given the task of building, or in our case, rebuilding the church. And not just any church. We are called to build the church we need. During this past month, Garrett Publishing, in conjunction with Yarra Theological Union, have run a series of webinars looking at some of the challenges the church is facing at this time. There were incredible speakers, speakers such as Mary McAleese, the former president of Ireland, Massimo Fagioli, a writer and professor of theology, John Warhurst and Francis Sullivan, outspoken Australians concerned with the future direction of the church and members of the plenary council gathering, together with four other Australians, possibly not as well known, but all of whom spoke passionately about the role of the laity and the role we are called, you are called, to play in the church. At times these speakers were controversial, but always challenging, and they invited the participants on a journey calling for a response. But their call was more than just suggesting that we tweak what was done in the past, expecting that everything will get better. Their call was a call to recognise that while change can happen from the top down, which is probably the usual way it has happened in the church, it can also happen from the bottom up. This means that we, each one of us, needs to believe in the power of the Holy Spirit that is alive and working in us. Some of you may remember World Youth Day in Sydney in 2008. And as the church prepared for World Youth Day, it focused on the passage of scripture which was the theme of the gathering, and the passage was Acts 1 verse 8. 
you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. In many places this theme was translated as Acts 1v with the number 8 and it became activate and is a reminder that when the Holy Spirit moves in the church then people are activated so great things can happen. But the rest of that verse from Acts 1 verse 8 is also important and it's the second part of that that I want to focus on today when we're told and then you will be my witnesses not only in Jerusalem but throughout Judea and Samaria and indeed the ends of the earth. Now immediately after making this statement in the Acts of the Apostles Jesus was lifted up and the disciples stood round staring into the sky. Luke tells us suddenly two men in white were standing near them and said why are you men from Galilee standing here looking into the sky? Jesus, who has been taken up from you into heaven, this same Jesus will come back in the same way as you have seen him go there. Now if we were to continue reading the Acts of the Apostles, Luke would tell us that they returned to Jerusalem and went to the upper room and remained there in continuous prayer. What we hear in the Gospel is slightly different. There Luke tells us that they went back to Jerusalem full of joy and they were continually in the temple praising God. But wherever they went, they gathered in prayer and praise of God, waiting for the power that was to come upon them. Jesus had said to them, Stay in the city until you are clothed with the power on high. When the power came upon them at Pentecost, our celebration next week, they became new people filled with the desire to go out to all the world and they were unafraid of what the consequences might be. Now I have to admit that's not how I go about life and I don't think I'm alone in feeling that way. I know that there are people who feel comfortable speaking before anyone, anywhere, anytime. There are times and places where I can feel comfortable, but there are also times when I'm extremely anxious about what might happen or that I might fail. Yet Jesus told the disciples that he would send them the Spirit to be with them and to give them the power they needed. And it's not only the disciples 2,000 years ago that Jesus was speaking to. So let's come back to the passage I mentioned earlier, which is the focus for today. You will be my witnesses, not only in Jerusalem, but throughout Judea and Samaria, and indeed to the ends of the earth. The key words, I think, are my witnesses. Neither you nor I are called to do this using our own powers or gifts alone. It is by the power of the Holy Spirit that we are called to be witnesses, and it is through that power that we will receive the grace to be witnesses of disciples. Father, now Cardinal Ranio Cantamalesa, for a long time the papal preacher, wrote two books several years ago titled Sober Intoxication of the Holy Spirit, with a book written in 2005 subtitled Filled with the Fullness of God, and the book written in 2012 
born again of water and the Spirit. Both books are powerful statements about the way the Holy Spirit works in our lives. I can highly recommend them and would encourage everyone to read them. Cardinal Cantamalesa speaks of how the members of the early church were so filled with the power of the Holy Spirit that people thought they were drunk. But he explains that for several centuries the church, the people of God, in fact did experience a spiritual intoxication and inebriation of the Holy Spirit. Cardinal Cantabalesa, Archbishop Julian, Pope Francis and both St. Paul, John Paul II and Pope Benedict are all calling us to become missionary disciples filled with the Holy Spirit. We are called to witness to our world with joy and life, much the same way as many of us become more vocal and more animated when we've had a drink or two about how the good news is an important part of our story and our lives. The alternative is that we might be like the disciples who remain standing on the mountaintop looking into the sky. Asked by the angels, why are you men from Galilee standing here looking into the sky? I think that we all know that our world doesn't need people who want to stay looking at what has been. When my dad taught me to drive, he constantly said that I needed to check the rear vision mirror. But we know that what happens if that's all that we do? We will crash. Yes, we need to know what is behind us, where we've come from. But we also need to focus strongly and clearly on what is ahead of us. Through the coming of the Holy Spirit, the disciples would know all that Jesus had taught them. But it is now for us a call to introduce or reintroduce people to the risen Lord. For many that can seem as if it's an impossible task, a feeling I suspect that the apostles also felt when they were faced what they needed to do about preaching the gospel. What happened to them, however, after they were filled with the Holy Spirit of Pentecost was to just go out and to do it. Yes, they faced challenges and even death, but they were filled with that power and they went out to be the face of Christ in their new world. So the question is, what will we do? It's very easy to do little or, in fact, nothing. But if we are to be the missionary disciples that we are called to be, then that must change. That might in fact sound harsh, but the only way people will learn about Jesus and the good news will be how we live the command to love God and one another and how we speak about the power of God by the way we live. An author, and I can't find the quote to give him credence for what he, he said, suggested that he would rather see a sermon lived than hear words preached. So my friends, God will be present with us and people will know and begin to some, know something more about the love of God when we live generously and graciously towards others as God lives towards us.